Here we go! Hey there, my name is Bubba. My name's Anna. And you are tuned into Church Nerds, a back row morning show and a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Now, this show is made possible by listeners just like you and a strong partnership between Back Row Radio and Love Thy Nerd. And aside from being a founding member of the aforementioned Love Thy Nerd, which is a ministry that exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors, I have almost eight years in nerd culture missions and over a decade, coming up on 12 years, uh, as a professional Christian on church staff. Um, fun fact, I can't say that anymore come, come October. So, that's true. Yeah, that's You're the... You're not going to be a professional Christian. The, the kibosh, but well, previously, the artist previously known as professional Christian. Does it count as professional Christian if you're, I guess if it you're on staff at a... I mean, as it, for yeah, a ministry. Are, are, is it a parachurch organization? It is technically a parachurch organization. So does it count? It's not church staff. I'll have to switch it up a little bit. Okay. Well, but and enough about Christian? me. Yeah. Still, maybe professionals get paid. Didn't say how much. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Uh well, as I said, I'm Anna, and um, much of the time I'm known as Bubba's wife. Yep. Actually, it's on which, your driver's license, isn't it? That, yeah, no, it isn't. But I mean, it's my own fault for mm-hmm. marrying an Enneagram eight and someone who, on the Strengths Finder, yeah. mainly has just woo. woo! Just time. <laughs> so yeah, it's just hey, oh yeah, you're 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 Bubba's wife, and someday mm-hmm. when I am rich and famous for whatever it is I decide to do with my life, let's go. Um, you're gonna be known as. Anna's husband, and you're going to see how it feels. Hey, if you're rich and famous, I am here for it. <laughs> uh, I do work at church. I probably will be on church staff longer. Well, you know. Going forward. In the future. Yeah. Um, shout out to all the children's ministry workers out there. What? What? And What's up, Online VBS? We see you. <laughs> <laughs> online VBS. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we did it. Um, also, I am a coffee drinker. I can't coffee talk. what? See, I haven't had any coffee. <laughs> I'm normally a coffee drinker, except pregnancy has ruined it. Yeah. And I am still not reconciled with it um, because it's, I don't know, it's part about the morning ritual of just a cup of joe. I just yeah. like... I just like having coffee in the morning. So I'm trying to actually like I usually hate tea, but right now I can do tea. Yeah. And it's something about that just like rich flavor that stays on the back of your tongue with coffee that usually is fine. And yeah. it is not it is not fine for me right now. Well, and so tea doesn't do that, which usually mm-hmm. I'm like, it it just is so like fleeting. The taste of tea is so fleeting, but right now I'm like, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't hate tea, um, but if it makes you feel any better, I'm drinking coffee right now. Uh, yeah, it's iced I coffee. I it's can delicious. smell that. It's fantastic. <laughs> I walked into the house and was like, "Hello, coffee. Uh, what's up?" <laughs> uh, I've been yeah. drinking English breakfast tea because it's I don't know, it's pretty good. It's kind of neutral. I've tried I've tried some other teas. Yeah. 
But then like some of them are caffeinated, some of them are just herbal teas, but really like I do miss the caffeine a little bit. You can get it out of tea. You can, get out, some you can get it out of a lot of things. Okay, so here's one thing I was thinking about. Okay. I mean, coffee and tea are acceptable in the morning. Yeah. For some reason, I don't find it acceptable to drink carbonated beverages prior to like 10.30 a.m. Why is that? Maybe I don't the know. Sugar. Well, there's a lot well, of sugar in like, coffee. So you do it right. We don't have soda in our refrigerator very often. But recently, we got some Dr. Pepper. Sure did. And one of the children asked me very early in the morning. It was like 8.30 a.m. Mommy, can I have a Dr. Pepper? And I was like, no, absolutely not. You may not have a Dr. Pepper at 8.30 You will eat cake for breakfast, and you will love it. <laughs> and, and I was thinking, like, why is it that I don't approve of this? It's not the sugar. Because, I mean... People eat tons of sugar in the morning, oh, tons yeah. of it. Pancakes, and it's not the caffeine you. because caffeine in almost any other variety yeah. is fine. But something about it, it's like drinking alcohol in the morning or something. I mean. Or anytime if you're not into that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean how there's like the stigma about yeah. alcohol before five o'clock or something. That's how I feel about. Um, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but some people it's, they don't drink they don't drink coffee at all, and so they do like yeah. a, a diet coke in the morning. Gross, by the way, everyone. Diet coke is gross. Well, hey, get off. It's it's not about taste. Sometimes there it's, is no end to the the number of caffeinated sodas that I think are gross. Um, in the nerd world, mm -hmm. by the way, you and your brother were having this discussion about best soft drinks, and he oh, said. Yeah. Um, what Mountain Dew something or other? He was just like like plain Jane Mountain Dew, but then he was like Mountain Dew like Kickstart Ugh. some flavor of that which Ick. I feel that you know nerds, Mountain Dew. We need our, we need our go juice, okay? If we're gonna if we're gonna keep going for long periods of time, like there's there's a certain amount of caffeine that you need, and sometimes the sugar can do that, and sometimes it can't. There's there is a legitimate reason why nerds haven't like given into the coffee, because coffee does some things <laughs> when you're trying yes. to go for long stretches of time. So yeah, well, I mean soda, that's part of some people. Some of the reason people drink it in the morning so, just kind of get things gets, flowing, gets, gets stuff going. <laughs> soda and Kickstart and all these other things like these energy drinks, they also do other things, but the other things that they do are resolved a lot quicker. <laughs> Um, I'll just <laughs> let you work out. It's it's a simple what math do you mean problem. Quicker though, I think coffee is pretty quick. I'm sorry we are talking about this. No, this no, was not specifically in my notes. The result of what they do <laughs> is of of a soda is quicker than a coffee. It's a simple math problem. There's one digit between them. You can figure it out. Um, but anyway. I don't know how you got onto that, but you started talking about that. That's negative, and no. the tape will prove that. So, um, I did want to bring up a little bit. So, you are pregnant. Yes. Spoiler alert for those of you that, that didn't listen to the previous episode. The previous episode several weeks ago. Yeah, we're so sorry. Hey, here's the deal. Um, just a quick catch me up on what happened here. It, everything. I think um, that about sums it up. 
No, I think you need to go into more detail. A little bit more detail. All right. Well, so Anna. I mean, it's not interesting, but. Anna got pregnant. And Somehow. So who knows? Um, it's it's nebulous. She got pregnant and that made her very sick. Your first trimesters are just terrible. They're not fun. Terrible. Like they're almost biblical in their plague-like no. symptoms. I mean, there are people who have it much worse. Yes. But generally, in my case, and especially this time around, what we discovered was that the more things I do, the more I put on my plate, um, whether it's like going out or hosting people at the house or, you know, just the more I add to my daily calendar – the sicker I would get and sometimes into the next day. Yeah, I mean, you just, she would get up at seven or eight or whatever and then by 10 is in bed for the rest of the day. And I'm like, first of all, that's not fair. Um, (laughs) You are the one who made me. (laughs) You told me not to. Yes, I. and then you would get up, honestly, before I would get out of bed. Well, because I'm waking up at 6.30 a.m. for no reason at all. Yeah, don't. That has not been my norm. And then suddenly awake at 6.30 a.m. with a burst of energy to do like I could do one thing. I could do one thing, which usually would be like I'm going to catch up on the dishes or I'm going to fold a couple loads of laundry because I feel just like a dead weight. At what cost? (laughs) Right? So – Anna, by the time you guys hear this, Anna will be 12 weeks pregnant. And so we're kind of starting to come out of a lot of the heavy sickness. Uh We're not completely out of the woods yet. Well, so like I can tell things are getting better because I'm starting to not have an aversion to seeing people because I really, I am never antisocial. No. I'm never antisocial except first trimester yeah when i hate seeing people i don't want to see anyone Uh, i don't want them to come to my house i don't want to go to their house i don't really want to talk to them on the phone i don't want dear friends we still love you like i i do i love them but i feel like i feel bad all the time and then people always want to ask me how i'm doing and i have no good news and if i don't have good news for them i don't want to talk about it because i don't want to be like a debbie downer and it's also very important to know this about anna um she is a faker i mean (laughs) like gold medal level faker if she feels like hot wet garbage she will not tell you that. She will That's fake not true. Liar. She will fake smile. She will grit her teeth through a 10-hour day. See, of I feel like I'm too honest around. and I don't no. lie about it cuz people are like, "How are you feeling?" and I'm like, "No, um... you're like, come on over, come stay at my house, come do whatever. People are coming over. You complain to me about it." And then when they get there, everything's fine, and then the moment right. they leave, you're like, "Where's die?" <laughs> And I'm like, well, That's why true. did we have well, these people? Well, sometimes I just go and throw up after that. Too. Oh, I know. Like, I know. I just, I just keep it in until, until I, like they leave, and then I just go throw up. Speaking of throwing up, perfect segue. <laughs> have you had? Because you haven't really verbalized any of this to me. Have you had any like pregnancy cravings? Um, Mainly everything just makes you want to vomit. But mm-hmm. have you – Well, okay, so – You sent me for ice cream one time, but that barely counts as a craving. Yeah, that was actually for medicinal heartburn reasons. Yeah. 
There have been a couple of things that have happened. So I was watching a lot of Lost, a lot of yep. Lost, although I kind of fell off of it. I got bored. Um, and well, it was on um, it it's on Amazon Prime. Or it was. And yeah, and I it was like an Amazon Prime is partnering with IMDb thing. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it meant that there was commercials. And they were all either laundry detergent or food commercials. Okay. Like lots of chips commercials and mm-hmm. then lots of laundry detergent commercials. And almost all laundry detergent commercials have to do with food. Like spilling food oh. on yourself. <laughs> I was like, spilling I'm not, food on the counter. I wasn't following you for a bounty second. Bounty commercials. Um, and there's this one like where this little girl is slurping a drink, and I couldn't even just shut my eyes, like because I would hear it. It was horrible. Um, <laughs> but, one, but one thing happened where um, that stinking, uh, I think Kentucky Fried Chicken Ooh, sandwich. Wee. The one that is supposed to rival the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Kentucky Fried Chicken or are you thinking of Popeye's? Maybe it was Popeye's. It's I don't, Popeye's. Here's the thing. We only have Chick-fil-A and like Chicken Express in yeah. our town. So we don't have any of these other things. So I don't know. You're probably right. Popeye's. I don't know. The sandwich came on the television uh-huh. and I was like, I want ready. to eat that. And but that's it? Like, I mean, that was... It you, just looked you got so in, good. You got incepted. You were like... Yeah. An easy mark for marketing. Well, I did crave fried pickles okay. one oh, time. Yeah. Well, right, I'll give it to you. I'll yeah. give it to you. Also, early on, we had a Schlotzky sandwich. Oh, yeah. And I can't stop thinking about that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. We should go today and get some more we Schlotzky. We don't have Schlotzky. kids right yes, now. Yes. It's Let's, so much right. cheaper. We'll do that. When you don't have thousands of people in your car. Okay. So... I did a little bit of research on the internet, which oh, we'll talk a little bit about how little of the internet we have in the next segment. I am so excited about this. But I did a little bit of research on the internet of some of the weirdest cravings oh, no. that Is women it have like had. Pika stuff. Will you just chill and let me do my thing here? Don't bury the <sighs> okay. lead, all right? Sorry, guys. <laughs> Marital dispute. Okay. Um, so these, th- this, this is from moms.com. And this is 20 of the oh. weirdest pregnancy cravings that mom admit to eating. We're not going to oh, go through all 20. I'm, I'm just going to hit some of the I'm just going to hit some of the ones. Okay. So the the cover image here and you can see it is a very common Oh. It's a very common right. pregnancy combo. It's pickles and ice cream. It I don't think that's a real common thing. It's just like people It's, it's like I, a trope. I have heard fair enough. Well, tropes are trope for a reason. You know, like stereotypes and stuff like that. Like, I've never heard craved pickles and ice creams maybe you've never really been pregnant (laughs) it's probably not yeah Yeah. here's one um pizza rolls and jello that's the whole point of pregnancy cravings is (laughs) just why because you're 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 chemically imbalanced well for all the right reasons maybe because gelatin is good for you not jello but no actual gelatin with like bone Broth, bone, gelatinized bones. There's a very, Jello is made out of bones. Everyone. There's a, there's a very good possibility that Jello still has. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, here's another one: the the Buddy the Elf special. So we're talking. Did, oh no! Yeah, we're talking <laughs> spaghetti and uh, crushed up when he M&Ms cr- crunches and, up. Uh, what is it that he crunches and puts all over the top? Some kind of sugary thing. Yeah. 
peanut brittle, whatever. Oh, marshmallows. Yeah, syrup, marshmallows, marshmallows all the sugary stuff on pasta. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, <laughs> and syrup. Is there sugar and syrup? <laughs> do you like <laughs> do you like sugar? Is there sugar and syrup? Then yes. Then yes. Then yes. Um, how about this? Pasta, cheese, hot pepper sauce, and barbecue, and random everything else. Just a hodgepodge. I'm with you until you throw the hot pepper sauce in. Like everything in the world gives me heartburn. I kid you not. An apple murdered me. It did, oh, yeah. Like I'm You're... not going to give you details, but it was horrible. Yeah. Well. Water ch- gives some people heartburn. That doesn't like, make sense. Yes. Yes. Because it's like, never mind. You need uh, more purified water. So no spicy things, please. How about this one? Uh, this one, I don't even know. It, the title is Whatever This Is. What? And so it is, it, this was a vegan mom. So some of some oh, of our no. listeners might be vegan. And you just. I'm not. I can't. Yeah. Well, I know you're not. Um, but some people might. So this was, um, her pregnancy craving was coconut whipped cream, uh-huh. avocado, Ooh. banana, no. peanut butter, and walnuts on top of something. Nobody knows really what this is. It oh might be a gosh. portobello mushroom. It might be like uh, high waffle. fat. It, it's a high. That's a high fat. Maybe she needs fats. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's deficiency for sure. That, I think that's Oof. kind of the whole thing with all this mess. Um, this one I thought was really weird: mashed potatoes with caramel sauce. Hmm. That sounds good to you. It doesn't. Is it the salty and the sweet? Is that I mean? It, I do love salty and sweet. So I love to eat ice cream with pretzels. That's my favorite. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh, I don't like these pictures. Cottage, I don't. Cottage cheese and uh, mustard. Nope, 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 mustard. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, I I like a good cottage cheese, and I like mustard. I'm not interested in them being in the same bowl. Mm-mm. Not even Mm-mm. not even a little bit. This one I thought was really weird: pulled pork with vanilla ice cream and caramel. See, that's again. You're, you got I, the yin and the yang. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna say no to it until I try it. Bananas and lemon juice. Okay. <laughs> also, that's Audible a lime confusion. in that picture. Are, well, that, it might be a lemon. No. That might be a lemon. No. You see it? It's green, but the you can't. What you can't see over here is the rind over here is yellow. So in some countries, the lemons are green. That's what you don't know. Mm. Ah, Nutella or Nutella? What did we decide? It's Nutella. Nutella. Is how the internet says it. And Twizzlers. Twizzlers are not good anytime ever. How dare you? They're gross. This is a Red Vines family. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This one I think is just good for anybody. Dark chocolate covered bacon. No bacon. That's you're not into bacon. No right bacon. Now. Yeah, bacon is gross. Even just the. the I mean, sound bacon is it. delicious, like coffee. Yeah, but right now I just can't do it. Yeah, the the sound and smell mm. of but of bacon kind of sets yeah. you. Well, that's another thing. Even on my radio app, they're like, ah, the the sound. It's like this. It sounds like raindrops, and they're like a a a nice Sunday morning. Oh no, that's bacon, and it's splattering all over my shirt. And I'm like, nope, nope, <laughs> turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, here we go. We'll we'll end on this one here. Clam chowder and Doritos. No. No. Yeah, that's going to be a big pass for me. Um, 
I don't know. I, I don't know that I've ever had clam chowder that I would just fell in love with. Uh, I, I loved the clam chowder at Gold Corral, Golden Corral. Um, There's no way on earth that that was clam chowder. New England clam chowder. At Golden like, Corral. When I went to Golden Corral, I always got the same thing every time I yeah, was there. Yeah, a Shocker. handful of gummy bears. No, but clam chowder was on that list oh. for sure. Had to get it. Well, if you're pregnant, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter <laughs> at Church Nerds LTN and let us know what your cravings are. Um, we are out there in the Twitterverse, like I said, at Church Nerds LTN, and we want you to share all these things with us and also just send Anna some encouraging stuff. Uh, maybe some things that she should try. Or, maybe I can encourage you. Or that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, hey, you know what? We are going to take a short break. Don't go anywhere because Church Nerds will be right back after a short break. And we're going to be talking about agreeing to disagree and what that looks like in an online setting right here on Back Row Radio. Well, we are back, and you're back. Welcome here to Church Nerds, and we are so glad to be back after a long hiatus. We I'm talked so about sorry. it, yeah, and it is my fault because eh, it's kind of my fault too, I guess. I don't know. I don't know it was hard. To, kind of I told Bubba he just needed to find a better podcast partner, and then he didn't. Well, I can't, babe. <laughs> I can't find a better podcast partner than me. Anyway. Um, all right. So first things first, uh, we're going to do a giveaway here in just whoop, a second. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Before we get into that. Um, we don't have the internet as of right now, so you're going to hear a lot of like this. So this is the sound of the AM radio of my childhood. Papers, papers, papers. To thoughts for your thoughts. No, because it was Rush Limbaugh and he was yelling all the time. We don't listen to Rush Limbaugh. (laughs) We do not, Mm -hmm. but my parents super did. Yeah. And he, one of the things I remembered was how he rustled his papers and slammed them on his desk all the time. That's how you know you mean business. Well, it just, it made me feel really important to rustle papers. And I still kind of feel that way. When I hear them being leafed, I'm like, that's the sound of an, that, that an adult makes. See, and I hate it. (laughs) <laughs> because as a person who um, edits podcasts and wants has has a thing in their mind about how stuff should sound uh-huh. and works so freaking hard on sound isolation. Yes. This <laughs> junk really drives me insane. But we wanted to address the elephant in the room because you're going to so, be hearing it. Yeah, you're going to hear papers and maybe pencils and pen or like some pencils writing. Yeah. Because um, we're using pencils, you guys. <laughs> what year is this? I don't know. It was very weird yeah. preparing for this podcast. Yeah, it's a 2020 called and said. And in- like ha, realizing ha, 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 ha. that actually like when we don't have the internet, even when we use our phones as hotspots, the nothing. printer is connected yeah. to a different network. And like it was very complicated to even get a hard copy of this of our notes. It, so, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense that in the year 2020, we we would lose our internet. <laughs> Given the current state of everything, it just makes, yeah. 
Yeah, well, absolutely. it's fine. We are we are fine. Oh man. It's okay. Fine. So we are gonna do a giveaway. Yes. Um and we want to give away a copy of Disney's Villainous, which right. is a fantastic asymmetrical board game. Do not be deceived, everyone. Be not I think deceived. that when people see so at game nights, this is one of those games that almost every person who comes in is like, ooh, Disney villainous, what is this? Because it's Disney. So yeah. it seems like it's going to be um I think what one um friendly local game store owner called a light and frothy Oh, yeah. Game. It is not. It is not that. It is very difficult. Like, you have to think very hard because every character plays different yeah. and has different win conditions that are only contingent on their own board. Yep. But at the same time, you're trying to stop somebody else yeah. from winning with their own unique set of rules. And it's... It's hard. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be giving away a copy of the base game. And if you end up liking it or if you want it and you want to go get more of it, there are, I think, three other like, quote unquote, like expansions. expansions, like new characters, but they're standalone to... expansions because the way the game plays mm-hmm. is you really only need two to start playing. Right. But you can play, I think it plays up to five or six on the box. You could play it up to 100 that would bajillion be if you wanted such to. Such a long game. So. <clears throat> everybody I could take their turns kind of at less. this. Everybody could take a, a, a single turn at the same time. It, don't worry about the details of it, honestly. But they're also coming out with a Marvel villainous. Oh. Yeah. I'm excited about that. That eh. may come and live in our house. See, okay, what is that? Madeline calls these things like Ameritrash games. Yeah. Where you, you can just skin it to whatever you want. Skin to. it to win it. Absolutely. Uh,. I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of burnt out on Marvel, so well, sorry. We'll see. So anyway, we want to give away a copy of this game. And the way that we're going to do it is you're going to have to listen all the way through to the end of the episode. Because we're oh, going to have a... Oh, snap. We're going to have a thing. This is just us telling Twist. you. Twist. You didn't even know. I we're didn't. gonna We're going to be doing a thing, trying to go forward. We're trying to create a little bit more content. And also, we're trying to create a little bit more... Christian content for you as well. So we talked pretty lengthy about scriptures and stuff like that that we're going to be adding into the the episode here. And what we want to do is we want to add another segment right after our nerdy recommendations that is our church nerds memory verse. And so all we want you to do is tweet at us at church nerds LTN on Twitter, the reference. And we will send you a badge and a vest and some crown and crowns and jewels. And I think all that is copyright oh. by Awana. Um, <laughs> but no, so we just want to make sure that you guys are engaging with us. And honestly, it's it's important to us that um, as you're listening, whether or not you're a Christian, really that's that's completely up to you. It's between you and, and God. But we want you to engage with us and, and think critically about the scriptures and these things because really that's the thing that ties the nerd world and the church world together. That's that's the bridge for us um, in the best kind of way uh, are these things that drive us to believe the way that we believe about the world. Um, so long story short, if you want to win a really great game, all you got to do is tweet back at us or maybe retweet. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll have a, a thing there for you. But we just want you to tag us at Church Nerds LTN with the scripture reference. 
Um, which hashtag I'm, giveaway? I'm not going to. No, no. Hashtag giveaway is no wide hashtag open. Giveaway? Why? Hashtag giveaway is nothing special to us. <laughs> do not hashtag it giveaway, everyone. If you do Don't it, Don't do it. We'll block you. Um, <laughs> no. Okay, so that is that. Let's move on to. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to our uh, the meat of what we're going to be talking about, and that is how to agree to disagree with people online. Yeah, you might be doing this a lot right now. Uh, you may not be agreeing to disagree. So, you may be screaming. I mean, the, th- at the whole online. thing about this topic, like the reason that we are talking about it, is just it has to do with some personal experiences that we've had recently with S- because it's everywhere. A number of people, so by the way. So number one. Um, if you're a nerd, you're pro, I mean, many nerds are opinionated. No, we're not. And also Christians tend to be pretty opinionated. And if you're both of those things, chances are you're going to find yourself in a lot of situations online where you're just not on the same page with people. And it doesn't mean, I mean, you could be right or you could be wrong. Uh, obviously, we're right all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you you want to challenge somebody to think a different way, um, which is a, a lot of times is a good thing, but it's not always an appropriate time or place to do it. No. And so we just want to talk a little bit about a good way to navigate that and differentiate at when is good and yes. you know, to do it. So um, – before we get into that, like it, the reason that this is even a thing is we say a lot in Love Thy Nerd, and I won't spend a lot of time because we have a bunch of points to get through, but we say a lot in Love Thy Nerd that you have to earn the right to speak truth into someone's life. And shouting about something on the internet is not really the most effective way to speak that kind of truth or any truth really into somebody's life. So, you know, again, as a Christian, the Bible tells us to speak truth in love. And I think that even as Christians, we have varying degrees of what that means I th- to yeah, us. Because I think there are a lot of people that are like, I'm I'm doing this out of love, tough love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, well. And I think that there's a time for that. Honestly, I do. There um, is, but it always requires having a relationship oh, with yeah. someone. So, so this first part that we're going to talk to you about or that we're going to dialogue about, I guess, is um, how most of the time the answer is actually don't engage and just walk away. Oh, yeah. Um, most of the time when we're talking about an online setting, um, almost never is it a good idea to, to go in, you know, and just – spout your opinions about yeah. things like you might not feel like guns are blazing but it's a, there's a good chance that somebody else might feel like guns are blazing so you may be talking calmly you may mm-hmm. be typing calmly but the way it comes across <laughs> online and we're going to talk about that is browbeating oh, yeah yeah so this first little set of things is um just how to know when to walk away um, so yeah. question number one always needs to be, do I know this person? Mm. And if the answer is no, then almost universally you should walk away. Get out of Dodge. 
Um, Because if you don't have anything invested in a relationship with that person, it is very unlikely that they are going to take anything that you have to say to heart. It's going to be a shouting match. Yeah. It really is. If they don't know your character, if they don't know that you care about them, then they probably are going to perceive your remarks as being inflammatory Mm -hmm. and like – small-minded yeah, because you have nothing invested in a relationship with them and there's no risk to it. There's no loss um, for you to have a fallout with a stranger or for yeah. them. And so conversely, though, if you have a relationship, you have shared experience, it means that you have something to lose and they have something to lose if your conversation ends badly. Yeah, risk is a big deal. And that's one thing that we – we don't really talk about or think about a lot because online you have the anonymity, right? Mm-hmm. I am online. My screen name is Church Nerd. Um, you ever wonder where the title of this podcast came from? Um, you know, so like if somebody wants to engage online, they're, you know, the Billy Bob Thornton 429, you know, like nobody cares. That That's, that's not quote unquote a real person. And that's how you see it mm-hmm. because we have such anonymity. Everybody's a bot online. But when you see that, you know, we, we also say at Love Thy Nerd, like pixels are people mm-hmm. too. Like if you see that screen name as another person who has thoughts and ideas and everybody has a sum of the moments that have led up to this moment, you know, you don't know what that person's going through that causes them to say the things that they do or act rationally or irrationally in whatever condition. But if you see and you assess that there is a risk involved in that, then it's going to be a lot easier for you um, to have a civil conversation and see that person as like an image bearer of God, you know? Well, and ultimately, if you have something to lose and they have something to lose, both of you work harder. Yeah. Both of you on both ends work harder to to end in a peaceable place. And we also just uh, released um, a, a developing digital disciples, like how as a youth leader, how to, to engage your students online and foster um, spiritual growth in and through them. And one of the things that that we said in that training was, you know, people are not going to care about what you know until they know that you care. Mm-hmm. And so, again, that's just another fancy little way to say it's it's all about relationship. Right. You got to so point into that. So if you don't have one, don't. Don't, don't engage in a negative way with yeah. somebody. Second thing is <laughs> – Know who this person is. Is this if this is a person you know? Do they have a reputation of or a history of being reasonable, yeah. or just being really obstinate online? And you know, you know, you know it. And if they have that reputation, just don't do it. Just no, don't go your there. Your facts are not going to help Mm-mm. because some people just enjoy dis like arguing loudly and be- disagreeing all the time. Yeah. That's a thing. I mean, I mean, Proverbs talks about not answering a fool according to their folly. And I think that this this is perfect. Like this, it might be talking about this specifically, the internet. Right. Well, I mean, and Jesus talks about not casting your pearls before swine as well, which I'm always kind of like, yeah. that means I'm thinking of someone as a, as swine. But th- this is the thing. Like if, if there are people – who pride themselves, it's kind of their trademark on like, well, I just, I yeah. always speak my mind and I go against the flow. Yeah. And so you need to ask yourself, is it worth the risk? Is it worth 
an investment of my time in this conversation yeah to for this to ultimately very likely be fruitless yeah probably <laughs> i cannot think of and honestly this goes with you know our community on facebook we've modded several people out of that community because of things just like this mm-hmm. we should a lot we we've talked about this before we shut a lot of this stuff down because it just goes nowhere. Well, I got, we got to get this out. No, we really don't. We do not. We don't have to get we this out not. there. We know how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. I've not had this specific conversation before, but I've had 100 conversations like it, and I know where it's going to go. And you just you have to you have to head it off at the pass. Yep. And so if you see it coming, there's a history of obstinance, yep. either with that person or that topic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the next question is... What is the risk of letting this go unchallenged? Unchallenged is, is there a risk? Yeah. Sometimes, by engaging, we're actually drawing attention to something that otherwise would have just been like, not even a blip on the radar. Sure. But suddenly, we have we've drawn attention to it, and then fuel has been added to this flame, and then it's a dumpster fire. Yeah. That never had to happen. If because there wasn't really much of a risk in letting it go, sometimes you know if the if you're dealing with a person who does have influence and you know their voice is out there, they have a lot of followers, um, they do have a reputation as being a Christian, and and this is an idea that isn't consistent with Scripture or something like that. Like there are times and places where you do need to speak up. Yeah. But the chances are, if if you're dealing, again, with a person who has made it their goal in life to always go against the flow and be a challenger, those people don't have lots of followers. No. I mean, like, I can think of a few who've made it really far with that being their platform. Yeah. But the average Joe, your friend, probably doesn't have a lot of people who take the things that they say to heart if they are that type of person. That's and an unfortunate so, truth. Is, you know, is engaging in that moment, is it really going to have a lot of positive benefits or would it actually letting it go unchallenged maybe be the wiser, the wiser uh, option? Yeah. And I think that what happens is a lot of people want to fall under the, they want to fall under the umbrella of, well, I'm raising awareness. And I take, I take a little bit of issue with that because nine Times out of 10, if not 11 times out of 10, they... That's not a thing. Yeah, well, I think it is. Um, there is plenty of awareness about that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows about XYZ right now. I mean, I, I could throw a rock in any direction, hit a person, and walk yeah, over there and there talk to them about of, this thing. There are a lot of topics that are hot-button issues right now. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to, you know, I just want to make sure everybody knows about it. Well, again, if we go back and we look at your influence and your particular reach, um, what really it looks like is it either looks like an echo chamber or you, you're talking to five or six people mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. who will end up unfollowing you on social right. media anyway, yeah. which some people actually, like they carry that as a badge of honor. Yes. Oh, I got to yeah, yeah. Like and unfollow me right now if you don't like it when I say dot, XYZ, dot, dot. Yeah. yeah. That is a whole nother conversation about like the people that you're actually quote unquote friends with on the internet. Um, but, you know, it's that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I completely agree with you. If 
can you just not? Yeah. Do you yeah. have to be? Do you have to a defender of? The last thing um, is really something actually to ask yourself, and that is, do I actually have something to offer this commu- this uh, conversation? Um, like, am I just here to offer an opinion? Or am I actually here to bring illumination to something? Because mm-hmm. if you're just here to stand into in support or against something, maybe just sticking with liking a, the comments that you want to draw attention to yeah. that have already been said is smarter than like inserting your words into there and you know yeah yourself. I don't know. Um, I think a lot of times it's just smarter to like those things and keep your trap shit. Yeah. If, if there's a thread on the internet that already has a hundred comments, you are a drop in the bucket. Um, and you may jump on a bandwagon, but I can almost guarantee you outside of the power of the Holy spirit mm-hmm. that your little comment in the thread is not going to change somebody's heart or mind. Because if your comment, you know, 78, of mm-hmm. 115, you're fuel yep. for something. Um, you're either fuel to make somebody really mad or you're, you're fuel for other people that are in your echo chamber. Um, but what it does, what it can do is people who you know and love, who are yeah. following you, see you engage in that and see the way that you conduct yourself and then there can be a result from that. Yeah, and it's this is not about not having opinions. This is not about not having convictions. This is about choosing very carefully when, where, and how to share those things. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take a short break right now. And when we yeah, come speaking back— Speaking of shutting our traps. Speaking of it, yeah. Um, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into some of the strategies— so this that was kind of the 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 how and and all mm-hmm. that mess. Like this this is like okay, but really like what are we going? Once to... you've answered those questions and you've decided yes, I need to go ahead. Absolutely, we're gonna we're gonna move uh, move forward a little bit. We're gonna dive a little bit deeper into some of the strategies for engaging in a disagreement, not if, but when they happen um, and when the time is right. So stick with us here and we'll be back in a little bit right here on Back Row Radio. Welcome back to Church Nerds, and if you're just now tuning in on Back Row Radio or the Live 365 app, or I don't know, you somehow managed to stop listening halfway through a week ago and this podcast just picked (laughs) right back up, that's happened to me before. In the last segment, we offered a few clues about the times when it's actually not a good idea to engage in some of these conversations. Uh, Spoiler alert, it's most of the time. Um, But... Sometimes you may come across a situation where you actually do need to speak up and mm-hmm. voice your opinions. Right. So, you know, some of the some of the moments we we talked about this very briefly, but there are a couple of times when, you know, it's somebody you know and love and either they need to be challenged to think a different way 
or they are saying some things that could be kind of damaging and there are and they are saying it in a place where other people who um they have influence over um might listen and yeah. you know that it could be it could end up being destructive uh i don't know what are some other times when you might actually need to um when somebody is just wrong um i'm serious as a well, heart attack Some somebody you love somebody you know so, somebody like, you have going back to the previous segment, not every time somebody is wrong not somebody you know and you love they're just wrong i i can't get outside of that and honestly you don't come to them and go, look, dummy, you've never been more wrong in your entire life. Right, we're going to talk about words to say yeah. and not say. But I, I have I have found myself um, in, in some situations where I have let some things slide in, specifically with some civil unrest things that have happened in the last couple of months um, with Black Lives Matter and some of the other stuff that's been going on in our, our world in 2020 that there are things that I let slide. Um, and this is people that I do have relationships with. But there were moments where I kind of looked at myself and I said, you know what? The internet will eat them alive over this thing. But this other thing that they said, this is a thing that I really feel like needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. um, and so like when, when I feel in my heart, this is a thing that needs to be addressed. You don't charge at somebody full bore with your head down and your rhino horn out, you come at them a different way. And we're going to talk about some of those ways right now. But I, I do want you to know, we want you to know, the reason we're giving you these techniques that we think are, are pretty good because we've used them is because it will happen. Right. And I mean, coming to these techniques has been sort of a lifelong process, I guess, for But we've perfected me. it, so... I don't oh, want to no? say perfected. No, we haven't perfected it. We're still I working still on it. I still mess it up. Because everything's a work in progress. I will say that it is... Like, I'm not trying to be braggy. I, please don't let me be braggy. But in an online setting... Um, it's always at the forefront of my mind yeah. to be speaking with grace. And I have gotten feedback that I'm somewhat successful at it. Yeah. Um, and and it's some things that, you know, some of it is just stuff from scripture. Some of it is things I've learned in management. Some of it is things that I've learned in conflict resolution trainings with roommates and all kinds of different things. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Um, number one. So before you go in, there's a bunch of kind of prep work that you really need to do. Yeah. So first of all, figuring out where to have a conversation, because chances are a lot of a lot of what's been happening recently, since everybody is isolating and we're on Zoom and we're on Facebook and all of this stuff, we're not face to face with a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of these things are happening on social media platforms. Yeah. In public is where they're originating mm -hmm. the disagreements and um that is not a great place to start the disagreement yeah it's uh it's very problematic actually yeah so a lot of topics going around right now are very polarizing and just like kind of begging for a dumpster fire mm -hmm. and so the problem with engaging somebody direct in their comment comment thread or something is that there are all of these people watching we're all emotionally charged and then mob mentality starts 
like being a, a player yep. in what's going on. And um, it, stuff really ramps up and like in a heartbeat, it ramps up and it is very destructive. Oh, yeah. Um, so maybe taking it somewhere else, like besides in the public eye, asking you know, for a direct message conversation, maybe, or a phone conversation. It, like, it depends on how well you know the person. But my general rule is the more personal that you can make that conversation that you know you disagree with them, yeah, the better it is. And the reason for that is, again, like what we talked about before with having a relationship with, you are actually trying. I know that we all spend a lot of time avoiding conflict. Yeah. But we are trying to ramp up the risk yeah. for you and for that other person. For this to if this does not end peacefully, there is risk involved. Yeah, you, you could have a fallout. People are going to see you. You're going to lose this relationship with someone that you really care about, that kind of thing because if you're afraid of those things, you are going to be careful. Yeah. With your words, and you're going to be careful about their response, and you're just – it's just going to go better for you. When you know that something affects somebody on a personal level, that changes everything about it. And I mean honestly, think about it. Uh, we we have thought about this a lot and talked about it ad nauseum. That's why we're having this episode today about this is because when you think about a friend or a loved one, family member, whatever, it doesn't matter, you start – thinking about man if i if i i don't want to talk to that person about this mm -hmm. because that's going to that conversation's going to suck. It, yeah, it's going to be hard. It's going to it's going to change our relationship going forward and i'm going to have to see this person again or i want to see this person again. I really love this person, but i don't want to talk to them about this particular thing. If we went into every conversation that we had online or otherwise with that mentality. Mhm. Mm Things it would, would change. be a lot better. It would change. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not saying. Less likely to be tr trite, less likely to be dismissive, less likely to be nasty. Yeah. Uh, these overarching, you know, things about if you think this way, then you're an idiot. You know, that, that kind of stuff. If you, if you could look at your best friend, and maybe you've never had this conversation with them before, because a lot of these conversations that have come up in the past, you know, Seven months, honestly, we not really had before mm -hmm. um, with a lot of people. Yeah, and so to have such polarizing views on these things, and to think that people are so stupid and, and idiots for thinking the opposite way that you do, regardless of what side you fall on, is damaging. Mm -hmm. So if you could look at somebody and go, "Oh, well, Anna, Anna actually thinks I just called her an idiot publicly." because she feels X, Y, Z about this thing in a different way that I do, that would go a long way to change maybe the way that you would say things. And I've seen some some rebuttals online because people have said some things to people and they're like, well, I didn't really mean that. I'm like, right. Well, but that's exactly what you said. So preparation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So another thing that we have to figure out too is when do I have this conversation? Because even though it, the conversation is happening right now, yeah, sometimes you need to have it immediately. But um, honestly, if you find that your emotional response, it, like if you're feeling 
very angry or very hurt or yeah. very sad or very, well, I don't know, it could be a lot of different things. And if your emotions are doing the talking, now it might you might need to table it yeah. until you can process some of that and get a, get a hold on them and not bring all of that to the table. And it's okay to acknowledge emotion, but we have both been in conversations, sometimes on the giving end, sometimes on the receiving end mm -hmm. of emotions doing the talking, and it is damaging. Yeah. So um, I think if you're bringing too much of that to the table, and if you're not able to be in control enough to set the tone of a conversation in a positive way, yeah, uh, maybe you need to wait. Yeah, maybe don't. <laughs> put it on the back burner, put a pin in it, chill a little bit. Um, I know for me personally, a lot of times I need to sleep on stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, when we first got together, so um, one of the most common marital advices that you get at your wedding shower and everybody writes those cute little index cards with marriage advice on them you get like a thousand cards that yeah. say don't go to bed angry never go to bed angry or <laughs> I, I love it when the, the scriptures added to it don't let the sun go down in yes anger. excellent um and so again i had been through some conflict resolution training which was more like, don't sweep things under the rug. You got to handle stuff. Yeah. But I was like, we have to handle this now. You're angry. I'm upset. And we need to talk about this right now. And you would just be vicious. Oh, yeah. Because you needed a minute. Yeah. And uh, I still do. If we're being real, like, I'm a lot better than I used to be. Not necessarily, you know, just with you and I, but just it, like in general, when things rub me the wrong way, I need to take I need to step back and just take a beat. Mm -hmm. It's better for everybody involved if I if I walk away for a yes. hot minute. Yeah, yeah, definitely more rational when you come back. So maybe figure out figure out when yeah. figure out how long to wait. Uh, and the last thing, as a preparatory thing, is to be realistic with yourself about what you're really expecting to be the result of this conversation. Because sometimes we have this expectation that it's like, I'm going to change their mind yeah. and they're going to under, they're going to come around to my way of thinking. But if that is really your expectation, I mean, you got to check that stuff at the door and realize you are not in control of them nope. and what you think you're in control of you. You're in control of the way you conduct yourself and the words you say and the way that you treat people. And their response to it is theirs. And it might, so if they have a negative response, or if they respond to you insensitively, or they shut you down instead of listening to what you have to say, or they just are like, again, obstinate and yeah. they just won't listen, you need to know that uh, you might not end up on the same page. And so if being on the same page is your ultimate goal, you may need to get, again, step back to yeah. the previous segment and yeah. be like, is this really a conversation that I need to have? Because if, if you're not okay with the whole agreeing to disagree yeah. and finding a place of peace in the midst of disagreements, yeah. you are not ready to have that conversation. Yeah, I was again going back to a, a personal thing. I was I was talking to somebody um, online about a biblical issue, uh, and that was something that I I couldn't let go. Let another thing go. Couldn't let this go. And 
I put scripture. I was like, hey, this is why I believe the thing that I believe. And and this particular person said, well, why don't you call me and we'll talk about it? And I was like, I don't, I, you know, kind of went through this little checklist in my brain and was like, I just don't think that that's, that's going to do it. I don't, I, I don't, I don't really want to engage in this conversation of you trying to change my mind and me trying to change your mind because I know exactly why I believe the things that I believe, and I gave you scripture about that. So I have a Christian worldview on what I believe about what the Bible says. If you can give me scripture back, then maybe we can continue to have a dialogue. That never happened, but it was maybe just we can call and let's talk about it. So even trying to go through a more personal channel about it, it still didn't, it was not a conversation that needed to happen because there was going to be no good that mm-hmm. would come out of it. So, you may get four fifths of the way down this checklist and still go, nah, <laughs> maybe we don't. Yeah. You know, you just, you got to be real with yourself. Yeah. So, let's say we get all the way down the checklist and we decide, yes, we are going to have this conversation. What are some things that, that we can do? How, how do we properly engage in conversation? Okay. So, This is something that I was taught. um, So I used to have a job where I had to write a lot of memos to people. (laughs) And memos can be taken the wrong way, just like a lot of things. Yeah. Um, And this older gentleman who I had to write, it was, you know, I was like very young, like 20 years old, having to write memos to like 60 year old people and being like, hey, you have got to be more careful about your overtime. <laughs> um, Sincerely, whippersnapper. That, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so this guy, I think he used to work for the CIA or something. Like he had oh, yeah. a, a lot of um, really different experience. Um, and he was like, Anna, let me just show you this different technique, and that is the sandwich strategy. <laughs> so you always – and you actually see this in um, letters that the apostles write. Yeah. They have a lot of really heavy things to say, but never do they just go in guns blazing. It's always yeah. encourage. Oh, dearly beloved. Encur- yeah. I, these are all the great things that my, I've heard about you. My brothers and sisters that <laughs> also, the Lord loves. Also, you're completely loves. immoral. Yeah. Quipping turd burglars. <laughs> Um, Jesus loves you. Right. So encouragement, challenge, and then encouragement. So a lot of times finding something, finding some way to agree with somebody at the beginning or something that you appreciate or admire about them or something like that before you get into your challenge is going to set the tone um, for your conversation to go a lot differently. so offer the challenge only after you have affirmed them uh, and then end again with encouragement or assurances of your care for them and your love for them. Yeah. Um, Which may not always be received the way that you want it to be in the moment. Just know that because nobody really receives. It's hard. It is hard to be challenged. Yeah. No, nobody likes that in the moment, but they can go back whether they do or not. And think about this in your life, if this has happened to you, you can go back and kind of see, well, okay, now I've had some time to think about it. That person really did come at me with care, with love. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they were still wrong. Yep. That's And that happens. Not everybody that follows the right. template. 
it's is always, always right. It's always a little ouchy though to But it yeah, it sucks. But think about that because it is so very important that you show again like we talked about last segment that you care about the person because they're not going to care about what you know until they know that you care. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for it, so this kind of leads into my next thing. Um, it's just be gentle. So you know that thing that people say who are like in show business or TV personalities or something. They're like no the, business the like show business. That's what they say. The show must go. That on. was what I was gonna. No, that Break is not a what leg. I, I was gonna say. The camera adds ten pounds or whatever. Yeah. Um, the camera always adds ten adds ten pounds. I think that the same thing can be said about keyboards adding to the weight of our words. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because so basically, what you have to think in your mind is. Okay, read your thing and think everything I say is going to come across as like five times as harsh as I think it does. Well, everybody reads it with snark. Right. Or with a furrowed brow. Just think about how you read somebody else's text message to another one of your friends. You always talk like this when they say (laughs) the thing that you don't like. Well, (laughs) you do. I don't. Well. Okay, maybe it's a little little personal experience. (laughs) So ask yourself, what is the worst way that this could possibly be taken and then proceed accordingly (laughs) for it to actually be taken that way. That's why you have to, I don't mean for us to add insincere padding to our words, but in a sense, they do need to be couched in love. Oh, absolutely. Like dripping in love because those things coming from you, they're just going to feel very weighty. Yeah. And that needs to be broken a little bit you know so uh being gentle yeah super important and also getting another set of eyes always so sometimes this isn't possible sometimes you're dealing with topics and situations that actually have confidential information in them so obviously don't share that about (laughs) but if it's possible uh, for somebody you trust somebody who you really trust their communication skills. Yeah. Say, look at this. See if it is communicating what I'm trying to communicate. Yeah. If it communicates your heart and have them critique it. Because that person is coming in with a fresh set of eyes and is going to be able to spot insensitivity, be able to spot defensiveness or a problematic tone in your words that you maybe didn't see. Because you do have emotions coming into it. So with that in mind, um, here's kind of a list of things to uh, maybe don't say, do say. Mm -hmm. Um, So don't say, I just don't understand. Right. Um, Because already just in those words alone, you can kind of feel that. Like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I I couldn't possibly in a million years understand what you're trying to say to me. Mm. Maybe do say, please help me understand. Uh, do you mind sharing your experiences that influenced you this way? Now, some of these things will come across as pandering. Um, they will come across as demeaning to people. Now, sweetie, if you just talk sweetly you're and quietly. You're doing that thing where you're I'm doing reading it. something yeah. in a voice. Yeah, this is, this is my. You are the problem. Yeah, this is my Southern Karen voice. <laughs> um, but think about think about what you're saying and even – you try to be as little. That's the tone that you're trying yeah, to set. Absolutely. Is I'm trying help me to understand. Here's not another thing: shutting people down. Not to say, as I shut you down while you're talking. Yeah, excellent. Um, don't say you are ignorant. I hate that word. I I like that word because of what it means, 
I don't people, like it. I don't like it because of what it stands for. People use it as it's, it's they derogatory. Just cut people down. Yeah. yeah, it's very derogatory. Maybe do say this. I understand this differently, and here's why. Don't say you are wrong. Do say, have you considered? Don't say. This article might change your mind. Yeah, I love that. I love when people are just like, link posted. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, was, I was on CNN the other day. I was, I was cruising around the internet and the blaze popped up and I found this article for you. Right. Um, so don't, don't say uh, this article might change your mind. Do say um, this article resonated with me. Yeah, and Make so it I mean you yeah, and you can sort of unpack that as to why it resonated with you. Because that's the thing is like just posting a link with no not interested. I've deleted yeah, yeah, so many. It just of those. doesn't make a difference because there are a million links. Why does that link matter? I've de- I've deleted them off of my personal wall <laughs> because I'm just I'm not a fan of no context. Even if they've tried to engage me before and they're just like here's an article that <laughs> proved my point. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, delete. Um, <laughs> um, here we go. Don't say, or, use... No. Oh, don't. <laughs> don't do not do this. Uh, don't use your listener as an example or say you in hypotheticals. But do use your own experiences and use I in hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. That's something that I do all the time because you're not trying to project things onto other people. You are trying to communicate what is really happening to you. Your comments um, really ought to lead to further open and honest conversation and understanding rather than just like aiming to simply air your opinion and frustration. So lastly, we shouldn't even really have to say this. Like don't use insults or slurs or stereotypes wherever you care about people, um, which should be all the time. So nothing political. Sexual, racial, religious, otherwise, any other like really defining, like divisive line. Mm-hmm. Um, what you should do instead is just keep your filthy mouth shut. Yep. Yeah, if, shut you are, your trap. if you are tempted to use those kinds of things, that's a surefire sign that you need to walk away. Yeah. What is it? Uh, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. That's right. Yeah, Karen, absolutely. Thank you Thanks, again. Karen. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I hope that you guys got something out of this. We, we really hope that you guys did. And um, if you if you did, please let us know. Um, you can uh, if you just want to send us a direct message on Twitter at Church Nerds LTN, um, make sure um, that we're following each other and um, we'll take care of that. Or you can do it publicly as well. But we're going to take a really short break. And so we want you to enjoy some really sweet tunes. And uh, Church Nerds, we we'll right back here on Back Row Radio. are back with church nerds and we're back to close it out this is it this is for all the tamales all the is that a phrase that people say no i think you were looking say? for marbles um is it <laughs> all the the bacon bits um no hot tama- bacon hot tamales stop so we want to give you guys our nerdy recommendation for this episode and this is a game that um, Anna, you didn't really know a whole lot about before we played it 
you know, a week ago or two weeks ago or whatever it was. Um, you hadn't really played it a whole lot, but I played it when we went to the beach first. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember now. Well, this game is called Cartographers. Cur- cur- Cartographers, or if you want to pronounce it properly, yes. <laughs> like a human might. Cartographers. Yeah, cartographers. Which is a map maker. It's really, it's a really fun game. So this is in the vein of, uh, it's called a flip and write because you're flipping cards and then you're drawing or writing, however you want to decide mm-hmm. that, on yeah. little symbols, little, little paper map. So if you enjoy doodling. This is a doodler. This is a good doodle game. This is a doodler for sure. Um, It's got some creative elements in it. I mean, so obviously you have the creativity of where you put the pieces and all, or I mean, you know, your symbols yeah. and stuff on your map, but you are supposed to like create a crest and a team thing yep. or a team, not a, a team, name. like a title for yeah. yourself. That's the kind of stuff I never do because I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. But... um. I don't know. I really, I mentioned this in the community. I have gotten a little bit burnt out on learning new games. I kind of dread the whole like sit down to play a game and we're going to spend an hour learning how to play it and then we're going to take a while playing it badly. And then, you know, Um, this it's pretty straightforward. Like, you know, you have to learn your technique and all of that, but it's it's really not too difficult to learn. Yeah, so this is a this is a game that's really easy to learn, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's fun to play. It really is. If you don't have to be a heavy gamer, you don't have to be like big box nerd to play this game. It's super chill. That's also kind of one of those things that's easy. If there's stuff going on around you, you can walk away from oh, yeah. it for a second yeah. or order a pizza yeah. or you know whatever. And you know when we when we played with. You know, with my brother, um, it was we took a huge break in between. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it had to do with food. It had a lot to do with food, yeah. But it's it's one of those games that it's not heavy, it's not intense, it's fun. You can take it out. It has a solo mode, um, which is really good because you can play like one to a million people playing over Zoom or Skype or Discord or whatever, playing the solo mode. And so, like, we've done that a lot with LTN and our LTN arcades, and you can do it with your family or your friends or whatever. So it's pretty low profile to uh, yep. pop into a suitcase or a bag. Yeah, and stuff it's too. it's pretty cheap. I can't remember off the top of my head. We'll have the info in the show notes below, but I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like fourteen and twenty five. Like in that, th- there's a ten dollar buffer, um, but it's worth it. This is one of those you know you can play over and over again. It's a game that you can play over and over again, but it's different every time kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's Cartographers. It's a role player tale. Um, and it's a small little box. You can get it from Amazon. You can get it from you know local game store, whatever. Uh, but that is uh, Cartographers by Thunderworks Games. That is our nerdy recommendation of the day. Yep. New segment. Dun, dun, dun. You made it sound no, really bad. <laughs> it's not so no, bad. Um, no, that was like from, uh, what is that, the Croods? Belt, the oh, little sloth guy. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. That was a deep cut. Um, <laughs> but this is a new segment. It's supposed to be exciting. <laughs> new segment that we're calling 
church nerds memory verse. And so we're going to take you all the way back to Sunday school when you was a wee tyke and or we last and maybe you didn't or maybe, maybe you this didn't. is new for you it's it's important memorizing scripture it's what? important as christians that we we write the word upon our heart like that's what we're called to do and when we do that good things happen that's the bible in a nutshell um so <laughs> this is also for our our giveaway so if you want to win disney's villainous this is how you're going to be able to do it the verse and Anna's going to read it here in just a second, is Colossians chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. So it's a twofer, all right? It's a twofer. This is not starting out easy, is it? But what you need to do is you need to tweet at us Colossians 4, 5, and 6. And you can retweet this with um, the reference in there if you want to as well, uh, this episode's tweet. But again, Colossians 4, Five through six, and I think you're going to read the New American Standard. Right. Version. This is, I mean, this is, this passage is what we based this entire episode on. It's yeah. why all of this is important. Um, it's it is important that we be careful about the way that we talk yep. to people. Um, it says, "Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, meaning people who are not part of the church, mm-hmm. making the best use of the time." Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah. And I mean, there were like a hundred different, uh, not, maybe not a hundred. There were several passages that yeah. we could have talked about. But this one, it was just so appropriate, it's I perfect. think, because the whole thing is that the world is watching. And even when it's a believer engaging with another believer online, yeah. there are people around you who are watching what you're doing. And chances are not all of your Facebook friends or Twitter followers or whoever mm-hmm. are believers. So um, it matters. It really does. And I think that I love the imagery of being seasoned with salt, your speech being seasoned with salt, because don't you know that everybody seasons their food differently? Mm -hmm. And so something that you might be able to say to one person is not what you need to say to another person. I think that it allows for it's just not a blanket statement. This is always the way that you're going to talk. Um, And please don't hear us say, I mean, there's a lot of variables in the suggestions that even we gave you. Absolutely. Ultimately, pray about it before you do it. And then do what we say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, hey, be sure to check us out online. LoveThyNerd.com for a lot of amazing articles on all things nerdy. And as well as all the shows and other podcasts and videos that we have to offer there. And if you'd like to directly support our mission, I would greatly appreciate that. That would be super dope. Um, you can become a financial supporter. A supporter? Supporter. Supporter. Partner you can become, supporter. You can become a financial supporter and partner with Love Thy Nerd. So please do that by visiting lovethynerd.com slash partner. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. You can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd and all major platforms, as well as right here on Back Row Radio each and every Friday morning, so long as we have recorded an episode. Sorry, everybody. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Church Nerds LTM, and be sure to retweet with 
Colossians 4, 5 through 6 as the thingamabobber so that you can get entered for a chance to win a copy of Disney's Villainous, which is a really, really dope game. We don't want you to be villainous, but we want you to win villainous. We want you to to live vicariously um, through the villains. Hey, once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you next week, hopefully, on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always... If no one else, rattle, rattle, rattle. If no one else tells you this, you won't hear that again next week because we'll have the internet. (laughs) Oh, and also, Jesus loves you, nerd.